You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hello, loves. Welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. This episode is very informative and very valuable because my guest is Dr. Jay Feldman, and we will be discussing so many great things. So in this episode, Jay and I are talking about how Jay went from being a doctor to being a successful entrepreneur. We are also discussing his success story, how he built successful brand Rexfit. In addition to that, Jay is a part of one of the largest PR companies, Outer Public Relations. And we also will be discussing other great things in this episode. For example, how to figure out what you love to do and do it full-time, daily rituals that lead you to success, what is the secret of success, what makes a great entrepreneur, and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi there. How are you? Doing well. Uh, Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah. Thank you so much for being my guest. It's my pleasure. Because you have such an amazing background and so many achievements, we would love to learn more about you. Would you please tell us about yourself, your career? How did you start it? Sure. Happy to. And my career is kind of all over the place. So I apologize to anyone listening for (laughs) the scattered history, but I'm actually a medical doctor as well as a serial entrepreneur. And all kind of started, um, you know, back when I was in middle school playing professional volleyball. That was my passion for a long time. Ended up uh, being one of the top beach volleyball players in the whole country for my age division and went to college for that. And I actually ended up loving medicine while I was in school and pursued that career and had no idea what business was. I didn't have a family of entrepreneurs. No one in my family kind of pushed me in that business direction. Um, but I, got into medical school and decided to take a year off between starting, starting my medical, medical school. And I lived with my best friend, Jesse Henry, who was the president of his entrepreneurship club. And during that time I was, you know, broke college kid trying to get by working in the emergency room for $9 an hour. And at that point I was like, what can I do while I'm sitting here doing nothing to make money? And I started helping people with their personal statements and their essays. And I was sitting there working in the hospital and I was making twice as much writing, uh, which was a a strength of mine. 
And my best friend, Jesse, who is the president of the entrepreneurship club, he's like, bro, you've got something real here. So that was my first business. I went out at 6am. I put my business cards on people's cars and really got my foot in the door to entrepreneurship. And it was absolute blast. It paid my way through Europe. And then I started medical school and, you know, I, I was a little bit bored just doing the one thing, just studying medicine. So my second year of medical school, I started my digital marketing agency, which was my second business ever. And that absolutely exploded. By the time I graduated medical school, it was a million dollar digital marketing agency and, you know, graduated from medical school in New York and took some time off. And now I've been here in Orlando with my business partner, Growing Otter PR, which is a public relations agency. We've grown from a team of zero to 32 in less than a year, zero to multi-million dollars a year in less than a year through the pandemic. And we're doing what I've always loved to do, which is helping thought leaders and experts develop their personal brands, break into the media, get on TV, get booked on podcasts like yours, get verified on social media, get featured in Forbes, become contributors at Forbes. And it's just been an absolute blast and a wild ride. And it's amazing how things have changed from you know, digital marketing in my garage to now we're, we have a giant office every day that we go to. We have an amazing team that I love and it's, it's just been a wild journey. That's fantastic. What do you do? I admire you. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. You know, funny enough, I dream about being doctor all my life, like general surgeon or dentist, but it didn't happen. So I went to, when I came to us when I was 17, I was like, I can study for 12 years. No way. Like in Russia, you have to study less. Yeah, I know here it's crazy. I know. And it's it's not for everyone. It's brutal. Absolutely brutal. But fun. Granted, I love what I learned. I'm actually planning on going back eventually at some point to finish after we've sold the company or have hired a new CEO. And I, I love it. Don't get me wrong. But it is not as glorious as it looks on Grey's Anatomy and those and the doctors and all those shows. It's a lot of paperwork. And, you know, it's just like we were talking briefly before this about how the government's ruining California. The government is ruining medicine. It's an absolute shame. It's a travesty. Yeah. And also, you know, after all this, like, you know, many years I had to study all that, I just decided to do project management. So then I had done just IT project management. But I really know like what doctors have to go through. So my relatives and people that I know, it's like so much work because especially if you have your own practice, you have to be an entrepreneur and you have to be a doctor and you have to handle all the tasks but if you work for someone for a hospital, then you have to work on their terms. And there's so many hours, so many hours waking up at 5 a.m. and like working crazy hours. So doctors like really go through a lot. Yeah. You know, they make you a slave. And that's one thing I never wanted to be. My first job ever working for my dad, I was a collections agent sitting in a cubicle making collections calls, which are the worst types of calls and hated every single day. You know, the boss would come in and grill me and like ask what I did that day. And that was, you know, the moment I decided, screw this. I am not going to be a sheep. I want to, you know, dictate my life by my own terms. And most routes in medicine and most routes in life, I mean, aren't, aren't like that. You're a sheep to somebody. And, you know, for those of us who are fortunate enough to be able to live on our own terms and, you know, start a successful, thriving business that you actually love going into the office every day, it's a blessing. And I'm grateful every day. And it seems like you're doing something similar. You've had a lot of success on social media. So I, I admire you as well. Thank you so much. Yeah. And like, one th- more thing about being a doctor, it's not just hard physically, it's mentally too. You have to come home with all of this after seeing all that. It's just like, you know, it's yeah. definitely way better to be an entrepreneur. 
Yeah, way better. And you know, the problem with being a doctor, like Amy, you think it's it's hard to like deal with all that emotionally and then come home. The worst part is that that, that feeling starts to go away. The more that you see it, the more that you have to deal with it, it becomes more of a chore than it is a, a human interaction. So whereas like you were, if you were to like walk in there and have to give someone horrible, devastating news, you know, that someone had passed away or they have a terminal diagnosis, you would, you would start crying. You would feel for them. You would empathize for them. But the more you have to do it and deal with it, that feeling starts to fade. And you know, that, that part that makes us human starts to fade. And I never wanted that, but I felt it. And it's, it was terrifying to me. Oh, I see. Mm. Yeah, That's interesting. And also what helped you to build your successful brand? Rexfit. Yeah. So for those of you listening, uh, another little layer to I do, uh, this actually been about six months in the making, you know, when the pandemic started and I'm, you know, I'm a former professional athlete. I'm very into health and fitness. It's always been a major passion of mine and the gyms were closed. And I, I noticed my family wasn't going to the gym anymore. My friends weren't going to the gym anymore. People were giving up on exercise. So I'm like, okay, I, I, this is an opportunity and I can really help people here. So I developed a home workout system. Uh, you know, my manufacturers in China, we did all the blueprints. It was a, a ton of fun and built this amazing product. And we launched on Amazon about three weeks ago, sold out our entire inventory. Granted, it's been about six months in the making. I've had a lot of training and marketing and as an entrepreneur, but it's, it's just been an absolute blast. Um, for, and for those of you interested in what, what I'm actually doing, um, the only person right now and the only company that, that I know right now providing completely free online training, completely free guided exercises. I have an amazing team of trainers that have got jumped on board, believe in the cause. They're doing seven day challenges. They're doing full guided exercises. And everybody who buys the product gets free unlimited lifetime access to Rex TV, which is the app, which is the website, which is the YouTube where they can access all of that content for free. So, you know, I just ordered my second round of inventory. We got our second round of a thousand units coming in and it's working. People love it. And you know, I think my success there is attributed to a couple of things. One, I have an Amazon mentor, uh, my partner, Scott, who has been doing Amazon product sales for a long time. Uh, I have a couple of joint ventures with him for Amazon. We sell rope, we sell nutritional supplements. So he's helped me a lot along the way. But a lot of it is just all of the skills that I've learned over the years. You know, I learned how to do branding. I learned how to do social media. I learned how to do digital marketing. And all of those things came to fruition and have led to a really successful launch. And I'm grateful every day and I'm helping people every day. And that, that's what you know really matters to me. That's amazing what you guys do. I love the concept and I love the product. We yeah. gotta get you one. You just say the, say the word, we'll ship a Rex over to you. Yeah, I should get one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you have, like, as you mentioned before, the other public relation company, do you have any success stories with it? I'm sure you have so many. Tons. And for anyone interested in taking a look, otterpr.com slash case studies. And we've got a ton of people that we really helped. Uh, a lot of viral campaigns that we've run in a lot of different categories of, of people. Uh, we've run celebrity campaigns or people like Lendale Johnson, who we got on an, on an article on an interview with Roger Federer, which was absolutely amazing. He was just in Celebrity Insider today. I think that happened this past week. Uh, so he's been a massive success. We worked with giant corporations like Le Bijou, which is a Swiss hotel. Um, the, oh God, Steve Wozniak is someone that stayed there, wrote a review. He was one of the founders of Apple. And we got them in the New York Times, Washington Post, Forbes. Just the, the, If you Google them, they've been everywhere. And that was a campaign that we pitched. 
And, you know, that's just two of the hundreds of clients we've represented. Our case study pages flooded. We now have editorial connections at every big outlet. Um, we've worked with some celebrities that I can't disclose. We work with some government officials that I can't disclose. Uh, so it's, it's just been an absolute whirlwind. Uh, we've been able to recruit some really top PR talent too. Uh, the former PR head for SeaWorld is now affiliated with us, one of our publicists. We're putting together our Otter University, which is a training course for publicists. So it's really just evolved a lot from just working with thought leaders. Now we're starting to approach more corporate, more government, uh, a lot more celebrity stuff. So it's just been a blast. Wow, this is very interesting. Love it. Yeah. And from your own experience, how do you figure out what you love to do and do it full time? Yeah. And man, that's the ultimate question. If everyone had the answer to that, then we, no one would probably be listening to this show because everyone's still trying to figure out what they want to do. And in a lot of ways, I, you know, I am too. So I don't have all of the answers. You know, I'm still like, maybe I should go back to and finish my residency training. Uh, maybe I should be a doctor part-time. You know, once I, if I ever sell my PR agency or exit out of this, what do I want to do next? And I kind of have an idea for myself, but you know, you're never a hundred percent sure it's, it's human nature to second guess yourself. And I'm very easily distracted and bored. So when I find something that I love, I get really good at it. Uh, and then I move on to the next thing and I keep trying to evolve as a person, add more things to my life resume and continue to grow. But for people who are, you know, listening to this, that are trying to figure out what their thing is, what are they going to want to do every day? My biggest piece of advice to you is find mentors. And surround yourself with the people like, you know, like yourself, like, like Olya, who are, you know, doing this out there pursuing their dreams and talk to them, talk to them about what, what they're doing and what, what they could do. Talk about possibilities. If you're interested in PR or medicine or anything that I'm doing or Amazon sales, come talk to me. I'm happy to mentor, come spend a day with me. And, and, and that's the biggest thing, you know, before I ever jumped into entrepreneurship, I knew exactly what I was getting myself into through living with Jesse. Before I got into medicine, I knew what I was getting myself into through experimenting, working in the hospital. And it was a blast to get to touch a lot of different things, learn a lot of different things and figure out, you know, where my home is, where I, where I feel at peace and where I feel happy. Uh, so for those of you who are stuck and hate your job and don't know what you want to do, my guess is you're not out there experimenting. So try some things, you know, go shadow an entrepreneur, go shadow a doctor, go shadow a dentist, a dental hygienist. Whatever it is that you think you, know, you might be interested in, send a couple DMs on Instagram. It's so easy to connect with people nowadays and find mentors. So that's what I encourage you to do. Get, get out of bed, break your routine, and start finding people who you can learn from and see if it's a good fit for your lifestyle. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And I love how you said it. Find somebody who like, you admire and just shadow them, follow them, and see if you really like it or not. Yeah, that's a great concept. Yeah. And yeah. do you have any rituals that help you to succeed? Sure. And I forgot, I think it's an old Tim Ferriss saying, you show me your daily habits, I'll show you how successful you're going to be in 10 years. And I, I couldn't agree with it more. And I think the first thing that I do to kind of guarantee my success every day is surround myself with successful people. And huge misconception that you need successful friends to be successful. And that is not what I mean by surround yourself with successful people. What I mean is instead of watching Netflix every day, I turn on YouTube and I watch YouTube videos of people that I admire and look up to, uh, Graham Stephan, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vee, people that are out there hustling and successful and doing it. Surrounding, surrounding yourself with the right content is huge. Before you can make you know, real advances in your life, I, I suggest you start there. 
figure out what your daily routine is. You know, if you have a TV in your room, get rid of it. If you have a living room and your couches are facing the TV, change it, delete social media off, off of your phone. Unless you use it for business, delete your dating apps, unless you use it for business and really create the right environment for success. That's step one. Step two is figure out what successful people are doing and then emulate it. It's really not that complicated. If you see somebody who's successful and they've had a lot of success by doing A, B, and C, if you do A, A B, and C, there's a good chance you're going to be successful. So waking up early is something that every successful person seems to do. You granted, there's always exceptions, but I wake up early. I, and I figured out how to make myself wake up early is, is the most important thing. Cause you know, it, not everyone's an early riser, but if you can trick yourself into doing it and liking to liking doing it, you're going to have success. So I set an alarm clock in my bathroom, old school alarm clock, not a phone. It's in there. It's beeping. And the only way to turn it off is go in there and turn it off. So every morning, 6am I'm up and yeah, some people are like 5am, 4am. Not everyone's exact routine is going to work for you, but you got to find what does. And you got to find what triggers for yourself are actually going to hold you to it. So for me, I, if I don't get up and turn my alarm off, I'll snooze and I'll sleep. I know myself. The other thing is I go to the gym in the morning and it's always been super hard for me to motivate myself to do, but I learned if I leave a jar of pre-workout on my bed ne next to me, when I wake up in the morning and I chug that pre-workout, I don't have a choice. I'm going to the gym in the morning at 6am and it's just super effective. And I, I know what, what triggers my body needs to actually get through it that day. And, you know, those are the basic ones, obviously, um, Sleep hygiene is huge. If you're not in bed at a certain time, you're not going to wake up at a certain time to be productive. Note-taking is huge. I plan my day every day. I've got apps. I've got reminders. I've got paper notes. There's sticky notes everywhere. And every day I wake up, I'm, I write down what I'm going to do that day. Goal setting. I've got whiteboards in every room of the house. As you can see, there's some pictures behind me that are motivational posters. So my, my whole place is littered with this. Again, it's an environment. So my long-term goals for the month are on my whiteboard in my room. I've got my annual goals on my computer and printed out. And I've got my daily goals, which I keep in a notebook. And that, that's been mon monumental too in my success every day. And just to feel like you're progressing and moving forward, crossing things off a list or saying, I did that, I did that. That, that was my goal for the month and I blew past that. Makes you feel awesome and it's a trickle, it's a trickle effect. It's a snowball effect that's gonna keep going, keep growing. And the sooner or later, it's gonna become a habit and you're not even gonna realize you're doing it. Wow, you're so inspiring. I need to be more like you because I only do like Google Calendar and to-do lists and like notes and stuff, but not as much. Well, I live and die by my calendar and I, I recommend everybody does the same thing. If it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. And if it is on my calendar, even if it's not supposed to happen, I show up anyways, which is probably bad. Uh, but yeah, you know, and these things don't happen all at once. You know, if you really wanted to incorporate some of this stuff into your life, do it one step at a time. Like if you want to wake up early, you don't have to just like start note taking and doing all this crazy stuff all at once. Cause you're just going to spiral out of control and explode. So start with waking up a little bit earlier. You don't have to go to the gym in the morning, just wake up early and start, start your work day, go for a walk, go for a run. I have a, a golden doodle named Moses who loves to run. So every morning we go for a run and it's just a, a nice thing. So for those of you who are like, I don't do any of that stuff. I should probably do all of it. And if you try and do it all at once, you're going to explode one step at a time, every two to three months, once you feel like it's second nature, then you can add something else. What time do you usually go to bed when you wake up at six? Uh, so I like to be in bed by 11. I'm usually asleep by 12. Uh, and, you know, a lot of you are probably saying, you know, six hours is unhealthy. 
I went to medical school. I, I trained in medicine. Six hours is plenty for me. Not everybody is the same. You know, as a doctor, I'm not saying all you need is six hours and you'll be fine, but it's very person to person. You know, you might need nine hours. I might need six or seven. Uh, it, it all depends. You really feel it out for yourself. If you sleep for six hours and you feel groggy and horrible all day, bump it up to seven hours and see how you feel. Same thing goes for breakfast. Everyone's like, do I eat breakfast or not? I never eat breakfast. When I eat breakfast, I, I get a wave of fog over me for the entire day that it's hard to climb out of. When I don't eat breakfast and I wait until lunch, I feel much better. And that doesn't mean I have a juice in the morning, I have coffee and I feel great. Uh, so that depends too. Some people love breakfast, some, some people hate it. A lot of different nitpicks that you can have, but moral of the story is everybody's different. You got to find what works for you. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And you already explained your routine and what makes you successful, but do you have any other secrets to success? Secrets to success? Uh, you know, I, I think it is part of, part of what you're born with. Uh, I've been like this for as long as I can remember. And I don't think about it as success. I think about it as I prefer work over partying. I prioritize building things over social, my social life. And I don't think that's a secret to success that I can share with people. I think that's a huge like X factor that has attributed to getting me to where I am today, you know, through medical school, through all of my businesses. I genuinely like it better. I, when, it, when the weekend rolls around, I'm not dying to go party until 4 a.m. and get messed up with my friends. I would rather, you know, build wrecks. And, and when I do my eight to five with Otter PR, I come home, drink a cup of coffee, and I work from five to 10 on wrecks. That's like my day. Uh, I do some podcast stuff. I, I just love building. I love producing. I love working. And a lot of people aren't on that same page. A lot of people prioritize, you know, playing basketball or going to drink with their friends or going to the beach and laying out in the sun. And, you know, that that's the X factor. It, and a lot of people are not going to get past that. And if you can't get past that, if you really can't prioritize work and building, you're just not going to win. When you're always in such a schedule, how do you not get burnout? Honestly, I think that's person to person too. You know, I think I burn out in my own way. And I, I know that I burn out. Like every three months, I'll go through a phase where it's just like, I'm so tired. I've been doing this every day for three months. And my partner feels the same way. We're very on par with this. And we plan a long vacation every three months. We just got back from a week in Colorado. Uh, we went snowboarding and skiing in a giant cottage on, on Breckenridge. It was absolutely beautiful. Uh, two months before that, we spent an entire month in Tulum, Mexico, uh, kind of at, at peak quarantine. Mexico is wide open. We had already had COVID. So we went over to Tulum and got a giant entrepreneur mansion with a lot of our friends. Uh, so if you plan those things in, give yourself something to look forward to and give yourself time to unwind with no work where you can just diffuse all responsibility. And I, I think those resets really help. Uh, but other than that, you know, it, it's full speed ahead. And just knowing that those things are coming, I, I think gives myself a lot of peace of mind and lets me unwind when, when I do get all wound up, which I do. Yeah, I agree with you. I love to look forward trips. Like I love to travel. So I always kind of like, you know, set up trips that I look forward to and a great way to unwind. Yeah, 100%. You got to have the right people. You got to have the right mindset. And you really have to be able to actually diffuse your responsibility from work, which is very hard to do for a lot of people. Actually stepping back and saying, I'm gone for a week. If anything horrible happens, you're going to contact Colleen or whoever's going to be running the operations at that point. But it's important to make sure that you have the pieces in place 
where you can leave comfortably or else you're not really on vacation. You're just working from an expensive house somewhere else. I agree. Yeah. And what makes a great entrepreneur? So I think it's a lot of that X factor that we just talked about. It's somebody who would value production and building things and working and building a legacy and helping people more than they do their own leisure, more than they do consuming media, more than they enjoy drinking with friends or playing sports. Uh, You just can't replace that. But other than that, and you know, there's a big difference between an entrepreneur and an owner. Every day is today. Now, everybody is an entrepreneur. Everyone who's has an OnlyFans account, everybody who's got, who's a social media marketer, a freelancer is technically an entrepreneur and good for them. I love that people can control their own income, control their own destiny, but it doesn't take much to be an entrepreneur. Becoming an owner, managing a team, managing a company is an entirely different story. And there's leadership skills that that become involved. You have to actually have to have a good feel for people. You have to have a good uh, inkling for who is good talent, how to interact with that talent, how to make them feel wanted, make them feel appreciated, uh, and bring out the best in them. And that's something that I've learned to value over the past year more than I ever realized. It's something that I've, I've heard about in my leadership conferences and I've heard people talk about, but until you're really managing a team, it's so hard to understand the value of being a good leader. Uh, so for anyone who is a, you know, approaching being an owner, who is managing a group of five or more, take a leadership class, it's so helpful. Uh, but in addition to that, uh, being an entrepreneur is a lot about wearing a ton of hats. So you need to have skills in a lot of different different, uh, different buckets. You need to be a sales salesman. You need to be a marketer. You need to be a brander. You need to be a, a face. You need to be a leader. And you need to be willing to take a lot of crap from people and put out fires all, all day because that's, that's essentially what it is as an owner. Now I just sit back and put out fires and work on my projects and I, I love it, but a lot of people can't handle the, can't handle the heat. Once, you know, clients start to complain or they have to manage people that, and it's not going so well, they run into issues, people fold. So entrepreneur, it's not for the weak of heart, uh, not for the faint of heart. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have to have thick skin. You have to be resilient. You have to be ready to hustle 80 hours a week to make a 40 hour week income for a long time until something finally starts to click. It's not for everyone. It's hard work and it's, it's glamorized on social media. And I think that's the problem. Everybody sees all of these entrepreneurs, you know, driving BMW i8s and they're like, I could do that. Like, it's so easy. Look at his life. Uh, why can't I do that too? And I'm, I'm guilty of that too. You know, I, I look on social media and I see all this success and I, I, I buy into it. You can't help it not. It's human. But the reality of it, of it is it's, it's hard and most people don't make it. Most people are not cut out for it. And it's a, it's a brutal life for a long time until it's not. But the juice is worth the squeeze. By the time yeah, you've made it, you can say that you've made it. And your day-to-day life is what mine is right now, which I absolutely am so grateful for. Going in and managing a team that I love and growing my company and working on my projects. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And it was worth every, every painful moment. 
Yeah, I love how you said it. Social media makes it look glamorous. It does. And it's like, you know, they don't see all the burnout, the stress, anxiety, panic attacks, and all this behind. No, all the, all the failures aren't posting on Entrepreneur. It's only the, the few successful ones who are bragging about it. And they're typically bragging about it to bring more people into their online programs and their seminars. It's a business tactic for them. And all of the entrepreneurs who are going in and failing are the ones signing up. And then investing their life savings and then failing and nobody, nobody sees it, nobody hears it. And it's a, it's a vicious cycle that's happening right now. Yeah. And everybody's seven, eight figure, you know, entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. And that's one thing I've had never to, never to do on my social media, you know, post pictures of my Tesla and flash money around to try and attract, attract that type of people and make, get people making the wrong decisions. Cause it really is hard. Uh, and I have a lot of friends who have tried and failed most of them. I would say 95% of my friends who tried to go into business are now have jobs and are no longer entrepreneurs. It's, it's, it's rough out there and nobody sees the failures. Yeah. It takes some courage and it takes like some, it takes someone being really tough to get through all this so you can actually succeed. And for me, like I was a former IT project manager. It was easier for me to manage huge projects, like multi-million dollar projects than manage sometimes my team and what I have to do because when you work for yourself you like you know it's all on you it's not like you work you have a boss and you know the boss will take care of it (laughs) yeah there's no one to diffuse responsibility to there's no one to give you a schedule and a to-do list it's all you waking up every day and saying what can I do today to grow as a person and grow as a company and provide a better service or product to my clients And if you don't have that creativity and that resilience, then you're not going to make it. And it's, it's waking up every day, even when things are horrible and saying the same thing, you know, what am I going to do today to be better? And accepting the fact that, you know, you're not going to be living very comfortably for a while and it's going to suck for a while and you might not make it. And I definitely don't think everybody should be an entrepreneur. It's, and, and now everyone thinks they should be like, they're missing out if they're not, but there's a lot of perks and a lot of you know, good things to working for somebody, saving up, investing that money and retiring, just like everybody else. It's a happier life. You have a, it's better to, you can have that social life that a lot of entrepreneurs don't have. And it's, it's, it's a lonely road as an entrepreneur too. There's, there's not many of us. We're very mobile and we work weekends and it's, it's, it can get lonely sometimes. I agree. I don't have much time to spend with my friends and I don't go out much. I'm always like at home working mostly. Yeah. And that, you know, I always wanted to say like, let, let's start an entrepreneur dating service because it's so hard to find one another. And even when you do, you're usually too busy. Uh, and it's, uh, that, that's been a struggle over, over the long run too, is just finding somebody who's on the same page uh, that, can, that can vibe with what you're doing and get behind it and support you. Yeah, I agree. And what is your favorite quote that you live by? Uh, favorite quote that I live by, and this is one that goes back to medical school studying. So while you're sleeping, somebody else is, is awake, uh, pursuing your dreams or while, while you're asleep dreaming, somebody is up right now, hustling to make those dreams a reality. And I think about that all the time when I'm like watching Netflix, which I do sometimes I'm not, I'm not a robot. And I'm like, man, I, I just get so guilty and so afraid. Cause I know that my competition and other people are out there grinding, hustling, building, making relationships, making phone calls, and it, it, it's stuck in my head ever since. And it goes back to medical school. It's like, well, you're asleep. <laughs> your, your enemy is studying. 
And it's true. You know, I think sleep is overvalued. I, I, I don't personally need very much sleep, but other people are out there working harder than you. And you have to realize that. And you have to realize everybody wants a 1% life. And if you're not willing to, to do the 1% work, and I know that line is overkilled, you know, you're, you're not going to be successful. You're just not going to win. There's too much competition. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And where can our listeners find you? Your social handles, all information? Yep. So my social handle on every platform is at Dr. J Feldman. Um, I'm most active on Instagram. If you're listening and want to shoot me a message, I promise to respond. Just let me know that you saw me here and uh, feel free to connect. I also have my own podcast, Mentors Collective, where I give specific business and marketing advice and talk about a lot of similar stuff. Uh, so we really appreciate anyone who's listening who liked hearing from me uh, to go check out the show as well. But definitely connect with me on social media. Looking forward to hearing from all of you. Thank you so much, Jay, for providing such a great information. I've enjoyed. Thank you for having me. Uh, it was an absolute blast. Anytime you want to jump on and talk business, I love this stuff. So yeah. Thanks again. Sure. Thank you for being my guest. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.